Hey. Hi. Happy hump day. Happy humpity day. Humpty hump. Do the hump. Hump. Humpty hump. I don't know how the song goes, but y'all got it. Welcome back to another episode of Sisterish with your favorite co-host. You got your girl Erica right here on the mosaic. And Kayla. I still like literally never understand why you start Girl, it's all about flavor. No one wants to listen to nobody who's like, hi, my name is Erica. Welcome back to Sisterish. It's another episode. Like, you got to have a whole personality to set yourself apart. That's the whole point. Why do people want to listen to you? No, I understand. But the funny thing is, is like, you don't talk like that. You don't sound like that in your daily life. So I'm just like- Yes, I do. When I'm in a positive, upbeat mood, I be making my own words up and saying whatever I be saying. Absolutely. I sing all the time in between like conversations. If something reminds me of like, you know, a song. I mean, yes, that's true. But some of your, never mind. You got it. Okay. She's a hater, hater. Cause Kayla's like, I'm Kayla. And how am I supposed to stand up and compete with what you're saying in your intro? I'm Kayla. That's me. Anyway, so clearly this is a sister-ish, you know, just a bickery moment. Um, But, you know, still love there. Um, So (laughs) how are you? How's your week going? Um, You know, I guess one of these days we'll get a YouTube so we can actually like visually see um, that you're drinking your dinner. (laughs) Yes, I am drinking my dinner. Um... My to first start off, your first question is my week is going okay. Um, I did my laundry today, and the freaking washer machine ate my money because I don't have laundry in unit for everyone wondering. Um, which that's not the move, you know. Other than that, it's I mean, my apartment's nice, it's just you know. I realized that that's luxury and it's something that I want next time around. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so, but other than that, I mean, it's been nice here for Monday and Tuesday. Monday and Tuesday was really nice outside, Um, except for Tuesday. Well, I'm going to complain. Wow. Uh, (laughs) I literally, I was, who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody and I was like, yeah, it's so great. And then like two seconds later, but anyway, now I'm going to tell you why it's not that great. Um, <laughs> I was like, I'm like, this is amazing. And then I turn around and say things that are like negative. Um, but regardless, they say to start your day with gratitude. They don't say nothing about the middle or the end. So go ahead, boo. Yeah. But it's like in the same breath sometimes. Um, <laughs> it was a start. Okay. <laughs> true anyway so uh no but like yesterday was like a little bit too humid like it was like it was kind of cold not cold it was kind of hot like like the heat was just a lot for me specifically but I mean it was still nice but I just was like oh okay like it's getting a little humid and like dry and my throat was thirsty so my throat was <laughs> thirsty yes I was thirsty there we go yes but you know my throat was dry it was dry yeah yeah anyway you got it you understand what it was regardless yeah yeah, yeah we got it <laughs> anyway so but no it was really great I got this product from DCM um, like the ordinary and like I was in the store uh, like impromptu and I was like hey you know I think I want to try you know a new product uh, and so like I was talking to the the sales guy and he was like really trying to help me buy this product you know trying to do his job and I was like okay sure so I ended up buying it and he was like don't worry if you don't like it you can like return it no worries um and so you know I got home and I didn't like the product like it started to like peel on my face and like it was like one of those things where it wasn't 
it's not like foundation but it was like supposed to be like something that like i guess like in a way is kind of like a bb cream kind of but not really it was like a serum it was weird but it was supposed to just kind of like make my face look like i'm wearing makeup but i'm actually not and so a tinted uh, moisturizer yeah something like that and like i don't know maybe i did it wrong but regardless i was like i don't even like how this like feels on my skin it was all just not the right not the right move so i had to go return it anyway i'm sorry um, for you yeah i know truly but then again i was like i don't even wear makeup so i was just like why am i trying so hard for for what for the house for the for the apartment for nah he's fine (laughs) he literally gets what he gets lucky him which is beauty all the time (laughs) can't even even finish the sentence (laughs) literally (laughs) because i was like i know i'm lying um but anyway, so yeah, I am drinking my dinner, my dinner, mm-hmm. your dinner, my dinner. I'm di- mm-hmm. drinking my dinner um, because I tried to cook, and this is not saying I'm a bad cook because I'm really, I'm really not, you know. But I tried to make something, and it just like isn't turning out the way I want, and like I'm like really hungry, like I have like a headache. So oh no! Like, so I'm like, okay, well, like I should, I need to do something. So I just, like, made myself a smoothie, and then I'm going to, like, cook again, like, when we're done. But, like, because I was stupid, and I didn't, like, eat lunch and stuff, like a freak. Mm. Yeah, you not uh, Nicki Minaj uh, ain't missing no meals, eh? No, I get I get all my meals, and, you know, it shows sometimes. Yeah, well, I mean, once we get this YouTube channel up, they can literally see you drinking straight out of your blender. Um, didn't even pour it into a cup. <laughs> Honestly, I don't see the point of pouring pouring it into a cup half the time because it's like like yeah, I'm just dirtying more dishes. Exactly. <laughs> truly, truly, that's how I feel. Adulting at its finest, you know. Once you watch your parents' house, you make your own rules because that would have never flown in our household. <laughs> but yeah i mean i don't want to dirty a cup for what it's not going on instagram it's not doing anything so might end up on youtube once we get that ball rolling so and and bet people are going to be like oh my god that's either such a really good idea or oh my god Kayla's like i do what i do okay (laughs) i mean i'm not going to change regardless so you don't do clearly (laughs) hair just looking flawless okay (laughs) Ah, love it love it we should take more pictures of us so that people can see like what we be doing who we is um and have you know just more they can feel closer maybe to us you know gosh, we got to step our social media game up, which means I got to step our social media game up. Um, If you're curious as to um, what we look like, since we don't have the YouTube channel up yet, you can go ahead and follow us on Instagram, sisterish underscore podcast. Um, Comment on any picture you would like. Um, We usually post stories more than actual posts to the grid. Um, and even those are rare, um, but engage with us, um, because maybe we'll be more engaging. (laughs) Okay. Um, we actually had a poll, um, on our Instagram, um, just like an open questions, um, from our last episode. Um, so for people who, you know, maybe listen at random, maybe this is your first time joining, maybe you haven't listened to all of our episodes, um, but our last episode was really focused on imposter syndrome. And so we um, had some um, polls up on our Instagram um, that really uh, was asking a question about like, how do you overcome imposter syndrome? And we got a couple of responses um, from that. So that was really exciting and engaging. Um, so hopefully we'll do more things, um, like that and hopefully oh, cool. anything that stood out. Um, basically, you know, just reminding yourself that you that beach. Okay. Um, and that God wouldn't give you more than you could bear. Okay. All facts 
truth. I remember those and support them. Cool. Well, thank you for everyone that submitted something. Yeah, for sure. Um, And you can definitely um, also send us emails if you'd like to engage with us. Uh, We have an email account. Um, Feel free to tell us, you know, what you liked about certain episodes or didn't like about certain episodes. We may or may not listen to what you say. We may continue doing our own thing. Um, (laughs) But we care about what you have to say and will at least read it. Um, So send us an email at uh, sisterishpodcast at gmail.com totally. so you know very simp very simp um, to engage with us we would love it oh my god there's a spider outside my door how big I think it's a daddy long leg ew how and, long uh, has it been there I don't know a day kill it see I I was going to or at least like shoo it away and then Em was like yeah shoo it cause it's a dog and it'd be like running away Oh, Em was like, Em was like, you should be happy that that spider's there. It's killing all the other bugs. And I was like, okay. I mean, that's true. Like anything that like flies into its like nest and stuff, like it'll get, you know, so that's great, especially with the warmer, you know, weather that we have coming. So, I mean, that's kind of true. And like, but like stay outside. I guess no, it's no, outside no. your it's door. Outside, it's outside the door. So it's not like in my house or anything. So it's not that bad, but it's just like, ah. But also another thing happened to me today when I was like going to do my laundry downstairs. Somebody like, somebody's dog was like being reckless. Not really, but like the dog was supposed to be going out to go to the bathroom and it like must've smelled me because I smell great. Because <laughs> before you even, before you even go anywhere, Erica. and it literally like went into the laundry room part and just walked right up to me and was like hey how are you (laughs) like obviously not not in human language but in in dog i would have been like that's a millionaire dog would have snatched it up okay (laughs) (laughs) we're taking you to the media it was just like hey hi he you know like all up on me like person person squirrel exactly it was just like gave me a little lick you know on that because on the hand and like you know luckily i'm like cool with dogs even though i don't think you're supposed to have a dog in this building um (laughs) um, if you are the landlord don't listen (laughs) (laughs) um but like the dog is like you know the stereotypical dog that's like you definitely don't want quote unquote like in a building I guess like a pit bull what does that mean? Type, like a oh, pit bull okay. type of thing you know people are like oh, yeah they have this whole stereotype associated to them mm-hmm. yeah exactly like that was the kind of dog it was and no but he was so cute you know mm-hmm. it was great but you know I, but I don't really have that like stigma where I'm like oh no. You know what I mean? I was just like, a dog! <laughs> Would you say that you're a dog person? You said no? Yeah, I did say no. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but dogs versus cats? No, I'm kidding. I am a dog person. That was a joke. Oh. I like dogs more than cats. But, <laughs> but I used to... Uh, remember we used to babysit cats? Well, I oh yeah, the, yeah, you mostly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was babysitting cats for our neighbors back in the day. Yeah, we'll talk about that another time. Anyway, how was your weekend? I feel like that was like the most I've ever talked ever. You know, I'm trying to make sure that you have your voice your voice heard. Okay, apparently sometimes you feel like I'm a chitty chat chat chatter, and um, that's true. So I want you to feel like you have equal weight here. I respect you. Um, but my week, I appreciate you asking. Um, it has been interesting. Monday started as like a really great day. Um, and then it just didn't end well. I thought I was going to be pretty, like, I got a workout in work was annoying me. Like it was good. And then I went to go, um, run some errands and be like productive. Um, and my car wouldn't start, which is totally unfortunate because this is the 
third time that that has happened to me in a two week period. And so literal 10 days from that Monday, I actually went and got my battery changed. So the fact that it died again, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. I literally just paid this money <coughs> for a new battery. And you telling me I'm still having car issues. So my first thought was, dang, like, did I even need a new battery? Like, was that the problem? And it shouldn't have been because my car is only three years old. So for the battery to die, like, that's actually kind of crazy. Um, so um, Bayish provided me with a great recommendation, actually, um, to go to Hyundai and get, like, and see if there's like warranty under my car and blah, 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 blah. So long story short, I did that. They had to keep my car overnight. Um, and so they actually provided me with a lift home. Um, Cause at first they said it was going to take a couple hours. Um, they lied. It needed to stay overnight. So good thing I did take that lift home, but the lift home was legitimately like the most craziest thing um, that I've ever experienced in my life. Not the most, I don't know if I could literally say that, but I was high key scared. So I moved to um, Houston, which is supposed to be like a liberal area, but you know, it's still um, a red state. It's still, you know, surrounded by more like Republicans and blah, 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 blah. But everyone has been super nice here. And like the service is usually great. And like, anyway, I just wasn't expecting what I was walking into. Although I kind of, was stereotyping based upon the picture of like this old white man um, who was coming to pick me up. Then I got in his car and it wasn't like the cleanest, like he had cloth and it just wasn't cute. So I was just like, okay. Um, and we started to get into a conversation and like legitimately within- Wait, sorry, so can I like say something? Yeah. I'm dying because you're like, and it was like cloth and I was like, not cute. And I was like, LOL. Yeah, he should have had leather. No, it wasn't even the fact that he didn't have leather because I prefer cloth over leather. Like leather, especially like down out here, like it's hot. in summer months. Yeah, it'll burn your A and don't nobody have time for that. Like it just wasn't clean. Like it had looked like pe different people, you know, had been back there, spilled, did whatever. Um, but yeah anyway it didn't take long i only was i only lived 10 minutes from this car dealership and so i literally arrived like i get in the car and it didn't even take a minute and he started talking about all his conspiracy theories about you know how you know um biden isn't actually alive he's been assassinated like two years ago actually so there's like someone you know wearing a mask and pretending to be biden and like kamala actually was recently assassinated and like there's someone pretending to be her as well and i was like oh well who's killing off these people and he's like it's it's the military obviously <laughs> yes sorry sir obviously um and so uh he was like yeah like and um you know, they're actually not even at the White House. Like, the White House hasn't been the White House since, you know, Trump left. Like, you know, they they uncovered that, you know, Hillary Clinton is operating some, you know, sex trafficking, child pornography, whatever, um, at the White House. And that, you know, um, they found all these, like, buried bodies underneath the white house of all these children and whatever so like you know yeah the white house is n not being used so i found these right, right now they're actually <laughs> operating out of like arizona and i'm like oh wow like so how are you finding out all this information because i haven't heard it he's like yeah you can't trust that real media they're lying to us lying it's all lies like the pandemic and um you got to really do your research and like dig for it and you'll find the information for the truth you'll find it and i'm like oh, okay thank you so much sir for like informing me he's like yeah you know trump is actually going to come back you know sooner than we think you know he's really going to help us you know he's going to save us because yeah you know these fake actors they don't even know what they're doing and you know trump is going to abolish the irs and we're all going to be able to keep more of our money and yada yada, yada. i was like well i'm down with that actually high key you said keep my money i can support that oh my god 
get out. Yeah, but all the other stuff he was saying was just like nonsense. He's like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, high key though, it's like so scary that people can literally be like that, like deranged and crazy. I did not let this man figure out where my apartment was. I was like, you can drop me off right here. Like, and I like, I was dropped off outside my complex, but there's several units, you know, in this complex. So I don't think you know, he would know where I was going. I, I honestly walked the opposite direction of my apartment until I didn't see his car no more. So, I, you know, I, I just yeah. had to nod. I was like, yes, crazy white man. Yes, whatever you say. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing you. Oh, snap. That's crazy. Because mm-hmm. um, oh, wow. it was wild. It was the most wild thing ever. That sounds wild. It was wild. So, um, <laughs> thornberries okay (laughs) that was a great show um but yeah so that was my yesterday and um they had to keep my car overnight and basically um I had to pay more money for uh fixing my car and I didn't need a new battery so you know life life is swell life is swell just spending money um up the wazoo right now so truly truly but you know what actually um that's like a real sorry can you hear me that's like a real disorder i think i didn't listen to the episode but like emma was listening to like some podcast where like i guess people have like a you know something in their brain where they think that someone is not themselves like they look like them and blah 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 and like it actually isn't them and a lot of times they end up like murdering that person to be like oh like to be like I'm telling you it's not that's not the real person and you know usually yeah no I mean I've heard that I'm not necessarily sure that like this is his situation but if you've ever gone to Netflix and watched the social dilemma that like documentary on social media like even they talk about how like based off of what you follow or what you like you know the algorithm can make you see things that like they think that you're going to find interesting. And so of course it's going to take you into like a rabbit hole of like all these conspiracy theories. Cause you keep looking for them. You keep liking them, you keep whatever. So that is what's going to populate. And if that's all you see on your newsfeed, you're going to believe that that is actually the case. And that is actually true. Um, you know, I'm just fascinated because, you know, people can be so on the opposite side of the spectrum, like this man was. Um, and like, we're not, I don't think I'm going to live long enough to like know what the real truth is. You know what I'm saying? Like it, I just, I'm so interested like for people who like fight for a cause and then like, you know, are on the, like the wrong side of history. (laughs) So like, I'm interested, like, am I on the wrong side of history? Like what if one day, like, even, you know, our sister has um, some alignment, you know, uh, she was like, he's not totally wrong. And I'm like, okay. Um, and like, you know, she's one of the people who were like, yeah, like we've never, ever been to the moon. And I'm just like, I I don't know how, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, have we not been to the moon? Like maybe I should watch the documentary that she, you know, recommended, but like, who's going to be on the right side of history? Like, when is that going to be revealed? Like, you know, Christopher Columbus, like for, centuries that he had people thinking that like was it centuries who knows um that he discovered america i would assume centuries at least hundreds of years how long has america been a thing doesn't matter um so (laughs) wait um no 1492 i was yeah he sailed the ocean i was like sail the ocean blue so something that rhymes so yeah centuries let's go with centuries 16 15, Who knows? 14, 15, 16, 18. Something. Definitely not 18. I think we've definitely been over here since 18, I it's think. It's probably 14. It's probably 1492. Okay, whatever. Someone tell us. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah, um, I wonder, like, are they going to, like, you know, reveal behind the cloth that it's, you know, the Wizard of Oz, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm, that just had me thinking, like, I wonder, you know, like, it'd be great if like even if I'm like dead like I still get to be like oh that's what happened great 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 or oh this is what happened you know have you ever thought about that that would be interesting actually that's a very interesting concept yeah because like it'd be really like our whole life is a lie right great great. life is a lie well I mean listen this kind of really leads into like 
therapy honestly and like how mental health is like a real thing and like people need to like make sure that they're taking care of themselves and like someone can help you discover maybe not the truths of the world but the truths about yourself (laughs) exactly Uh um so that's really our topic I know we have like these like insanely long introductions I don't know is that normal for people to have like 12 15 minute introductions before minutes. they actually get into their real meat of the context that's so funny um but yeah that's us that's our style um y'all want to y'all are curious about what's on our minds in general right yeah send us an email and let us know okay so um yeah, we're going to talk about therapy today. Um, Kayla actually came up with a topic. Kudos to Kayla. If we had an applause machine, it would be going off right about Woo! now. Yeah. And um, we're really going to talk about like what led us to therapy, you know, like why did we make the decision to like start therapy? Because that's something that both Kayla and I participate in. Um, but also currently we're both on a hiatus, um, from, from therapy too. And we'll talk about what went into that Mm -hmm. decision as well. Um, how therapy has benefited us or maybe has not benefited us. Um, that's really what's going down on Sisterish today. We ain't got no Sisterish today. Yay. Yeah. Anyway. You want to start? So how did you get into therapy? Well. What made you want to go? You know, I feel like I've been into therapy like three times. Um, I think my first time that I remember was I did therapy uh, junior year, I think, senior year of college, junior, senior year, something like that. Um, I was like really sad. I was like, oh my God. Um, You know, I was like, I I don't know. I was, I, I felt like. I had a friendship breakup, a, a real breakup, and I was like, hey, school sucks. Well, that's hey. still fact. Yeah, it is. But, like, that was, like, like I don't know. It was just hard for me. And so I remember, like, going when to, like, the on-campus, the on-campus people, like, the on-campus, like, therapy thing. And I, like, talked to one of the girls, one of the ladies, and she was very nice, and, you know, it was a good time, but it was, like, one session. I just kind of, like, told her, like, hey, you know, and she's, like, okay, well, you know, maybe you should just get into, like, a group therapy session, and I was, like, oh, okay. She's, like, yeah, do that for, like, a couple weeks, and I did, and I hated it <laughs> because, first of all, I didn't know any of these fucking people. Second of all, I, that was aggressive, but I didn't know any of these people. And then I also was like, I don't know you guys even more because what the fuck am I going to say about like my personal issues to random Susie and Johnny and Claire and whoever. So like, so I mean, okay, i sorry to like interject or whatever, but like one could say that your therapist, even if you go to one singular person, is a random person. Yeah, but like, and even then, and even that's that's also something I was going to say. That's going to be my my next point. But like, the okay. fact that I didn't know all of these people and it was just like it was just like a sharing circle is not my vibe. So, so like, um, Bayish actually um, doesn't go. He he used to so. I'll spare y'all his whole um journey but like he actually enjoys like group sessions like yeah. he actually like thinks that like um he likes the feeling of like he's not alone that other people are experiencing things you know similar to him or worse than he is you know gives him new perspective like those are his thoughts about being in like group sessions it's more like community vibes for him right exactly and and that's the thing i'm not a i'm not saying like oh my god it's the worst thing ever right. it's the worst thing for me Correct. because i don't even like to talk to that many people that i don't know in general so like mm-hmm. and especially Versus, you know him who's a complete social butterfly and will exactly. talk to and engage with anybody <laughs> exactly so like it really depends on you as a person so like that was my first experience i did that for a little bit and like I didn't talk very much like it was like oh whenever it was my turn I was kind of like very surface level I was like yeah 
you know, I just don't like this class. He he he. And then I'd be like, okay, somebody else talk now. Like it wasn't, it didn't work for me, you know? And you got to find what works for you. Exactly. That's like the whole point. And then the next time I went was when I graduated college, I think a little bit after that. I'm not really sure, but something like that. Um, I went because I hated being out of college, (laughs) but more than that, because like my job literally bullied me and was just very toxic for me. And I, it was really showing, um, it manifested itself physically, um, in my body. And so I needed to talk to somebody. Um, so I went to that therapist and that was, I think I wanted, and I went to her because I was like, you know, I wanted someone that could relate to me. I was like, I wanted a black therapist because I am black and I wanted to see if someone could, you know, kind of understand my story and blah, blah, blah. And because I was kind of like also the stuff that I was dealing with, with that job of like not being accepted. Um, And I went to her and that was like, okay for a little bit. Um, But it didn't really work out because of the fact that like she decided that she wanted to move to Texas. Um, So she was not, you know, anymore my therapist because she moved. Um, And even then I was kind of like, yeah, that's fine. Like, whatever. I don't know. I don't think I was like truly like I was like only getting so much out of it, honestly, at the point like she helped for a little bit but then like I think for me and it even keeps going like I just I need a specific I I really I'm realizing I need specific things when it comes to a therapist because like I then started to go to another therapist um probably I think a year ago now um because I never saw her before. Yeah, I basically went like bas- right like during the beginning of the pandemic. I went again. Um, and this time I I don't know why I went. I kind of just was more persuaded into going again by an, this other friend being like, yeah, I think you should go again, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, cool. Like, sure, whatever. I'll try it out. And so this one... I I don't know. I think for me, why personally, I don't know if this is like maybe going off the topic a little bit, but like it's hard for me to be open with people. Um, it's not something that I just am able to jump into um, most of the time unless like, yeah, like it really depends on the person, truthfully, um, and the vibe and like how that other person is and blah, blah, blah. Like it really is like a whole thing for me. And so I will only go so far um, when it comes to like divulging information about myself. And I knew that in this instance, like I really wanted to like talk about certain issues that I know I have like I was like I want to talk about things that have happened to me when I was younger like I want to talk about stuff like that or like being in school at a certain age and that whatever just like certain topics and I would and I told her I was like hey these are the things I want to talk about like I know I have like underground feelings with these like there's definitely some like little triggers I think I can have when it comes to this stuff in my daily life so like this is something that I want to talk about and that therapist basically was like when I said that would just be like oh okay so anyway how are you with um 
blah, 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 like a whole nother topic. And I was like, okay, so we're going to completely ignore what I am saying that I want to talk about this week. And like, basically would do that nine times out of the 10. So basically a long time. So I just was kind of like, all right, I'm kind of over it. And it kind of caused me to start like shutting down with her because I was like, I don't really have anything to talk about anymore because you don't listen to me anyway. And I don't feel like I can really divulge all my information. Like, you know, I don't feel safe basically, you know? So I was not into it uh, when it came to. So first and foremost, I appreciate you sharing. I think it's beautiful. I like it. Um, I think the question was. (laughs) I knew it. I was like, I don't think I'm answering the question. (laughs) What is it? What was the question? Why did I go to therapy? Yeah. Like what made you decide to start going to therapy? Well, I Um, said why for each. You did, but you definitely just, you, you started and you just kept on going. And I was like, I'm not going to stop her. She's in a whole flow. So like continue on. Um, (laughs) But you started answering some of the other questions that we're going to get to, I think, like, why did you stop going to therapy? You know, and um yeah. the importance of finding a good therapist and blah blah blah, blah. some of these that's things. it that's it y'all bye-bye <laughs> i love it i love it that is funny to me um no i mean i appreciate that so it took you like three tries and still trying three tries and still trying yes yeah and you went initially to summarize um because school was stressful relationships were stressful then uh post-college when you went again you know you, you were going through you know some real discrimination at work um and then basically your friend was like you should try it so those were your three reasons really for going to therapy three, much. Di- three different times okay cool well, um, for me, um, I actually took a psychology class in um, high school, my senior year. That's my first introduction to psych. And I actually thought it was really cool, like, in regards to, like, the different studies that they did. And, like, why do people do certain things? I was always very fascinated, like, into human behavior. Um, and so that's actually what I majored in is psychology. I ended up double majoring in psychology and communications from the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Um, and so, (laughs) um, I thought going into college that like, I was going to be like a research psychologist initially. Um, and so I was like, yeah, cause I like the research part. Like I want to be the people who are doing the interviews and like asking those kinds of questions, like digging deeper, you know, talking to people in that way. And then I realized that's a lot of math and statistics and that's not my jam. So, um, it also takes years sometimes decades to actually get studies complete Mm -hmm. yeah like just the approval process to even get like it just it's a it's a takes entirely too long you can spend your whole career doing like one study um and so I was like I don't have the patience for that either so that was not my jam then I was like well I would love to do marriage and family therapy because I honestly was very fascinated because of you know our parents divorce um and just our family dynamic, like, I, I, I don't know, I, I say this to people who I'm close with, like, I just didn't like it. Like, I um, always was kind of like, eh, the way that I grew up, like, pros and cons, I see a lot of cons. And so I just um, wanted to help people, you know, who were going through similar situations that I was being a child of divorce, having step family, like just that whole kind of dynamic and dealing with it. So I always wanted to do like marriage and family therapy. So I've always been like interested in like psych and the therapy space. Um, And uh, I guess from like a practitioner standpoint, like the person who would be delivering psychology, right? Um, I haven't so much kind of really thought about it from like, oh, I am a like um, patient, you know, or like a client of, you know, a participant, whatever the right word is of um, therapy. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't until I was actually starting like more having more conversations with um, Bayish. um, And he was really trying to uncover 
he's an, one, an overthinker, which actually is very beneficial because I don't like to spend my time on a lot of things. Again, I have like issues with patients and whatever. I'm like, where are the results next? Let's move on. Let's whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And he's very more so introspective. He's like, I want to understand. I want to like think through like really what's happening. What's the problem? Blah, 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 blah. And so he was like, one, he's also the longest like literal relationship outside of like family. Um, like the, the person that I have known the literal longest of my life. Um, and he's like, you know, has always kind of prided himself, um, in being like, I know you better than you know you. Um, and so I'm like, all right. And, um, he asked me one day, um, do you feel like, um, you have childhood trauma? And I was like, uh, trauma that's that's a deep word like that's a lot like that seems really intense to me like I think that there were definitely like things I didn't like growing up but like I wouldn't have ever said trauma and we got into like the most life-changing deepest conversation honestly like bawling my eyes out in tears like conversation of five ever and I I really think that that was a very pivotal moment in our like friendship relationship whatever thing um and you know basically that was like the initial like uncovering of like no the things that happened as a child growing up impact what is actually happening in all my relationships in life, Mm -hmm. how I deal with literal everything in life, Um, all my interactions, all my relationships, positive, negative ones, like my communication style, like everything about me is because of, you know, these early experiences that I have had. Um, And so, you know, I went to therapy, I guess, initially to like, improve my relationships. Like I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to have successful relationships with people, because, you know, he was like, you always cut people off really fast. You're super independent. You don't trust a lot of people. You don't have a lot of people in your circle, like your communication style, like all these things that he was like, just naming about me. I really never kind of connected the dots before about like what that meant, like, (laughs) and how that connected to my childhood. So he psychoanalyzed me without a degree or, you know, any kind of criteria to be able to do that. Um, And honestly, he wasn't wrong. Like I started going to therapy in June of 2020. And like you, I really wanted um, a black therapist, like a black female therapist specifically one, because, you know, there's a whole history of mistrust in, you know, black, um, um, medicine, you know, black medical stuff, like a whole lot of it. Right. And so I really wanted someone like you, like who could understand like where I'm coming from and maybe what's like normal in a black family. Cause some of that was like, what some of the things that I thought, right. Like what is normal in a black family? Like, you know, tough love and all this stuff. It is normal. Right. Kind of, maybe, I don't know. So, um, I I mean, my most recent therapist was not black. Yeah. So I went to this, um, black woman therapy therapist, um, for literally like a total of like three sessions, like, and I didn't like her. I just didn't think that she was helpful. I think that, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know early on, again, I don't have patience. Um, so (laughs) sometimes it's a vibe. Sometimes it's a vibe. She seemed very listening. Like she was very listening and I'd be like, okay, so what do you think? What do you think I should do? What do you think is the, like, I was trying to get some kind of like, I'm very solution focused. So like, give me some homework assignments, give me something to work on outside of this so I can come back and let you know, like how I'm doing, how it's going. Like I wanted more in interaction involvement. I was like, I need a plan of action. Um, and I just didn't feel like she could provide that to me. And so I was looking for other therapists that again, I went to psych, um, psychology today and that's how I was looking for my therapist. Um, um, and so I was like, you know, put all the filters of like what I think I, you know, wanted and what I thought I was going for and yada, yada, yada. And so the therapist that I got right after that, like, again, like I went to old girl for like an, an initial consultation, two sessions, and then I didn't go back. 
Um, and then I went to, um, this other therapist and she was also a female, but she was white. And I remember in our initial like touch base conversation, um, my very first question to her was, um, how do you feel about black lives matter? And she just, she like just immediately like just smiled and was like, oh my gosh, I think that's such a great question. Um, and I just, I don't really quite remember her entire response, but I was, um, I took it positively, you know, she was like, you know, I'm definitely like an, an ally. Like I think what's happening in society and all of these things, horrendous, like blah, blah, blah. I want to be able to support, I think from a mental, you know, um, health standpoint, like I will try and be my, you know, best to assist you. And if I don't know, I have colleagues that, you know, are women, um, women of color that will definitely, you know, help guide me through this. And if I feel like I, you know, it's, it's something that I personally can't do, then I will for sure, you know, get out the way so that you receive the best services that you need and blah, 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 blah. And I was right. just like, okay, cool. Perfect. And she was my therapist the entire 2020 and the early parts of 2021. Um, and so that is, and I went to weekly sessions. Like we had a session every single week for however many months that is seven months, um, six months, six months in part of January and February, we did, um, like three sessions at the top of the year. So, Mm -hmm. um, that is my journey. (laughs) to um therapy why did I get into therapy you know and how I selected my therapist so I guess my next question for you Kayla is do you feel like you know I guess how was going to therapy you know like how were the sessions for you like do you feel like you got progress from that um I would say yes and no. I think in certain aspects, yes, I did get progress because, um, you know, certain things in my life did change. I was willing to kind of put myself out there more in certain aspects, you know, like when it came to, um, what is it, like going on dates, social situations yeah exactly going on dates that i barely went on um and and yes she got a man (laughs) yep 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 um but even then like doing that type of stuff like that oh oh sorry (laughs) (laughs) anyway um explicit uh yeah I think I did learn certain things you know it was all about like okay I'm about to be so real but this is not to like discourage people from going to therapy it's really really not okay but like I view myself nine times out of ten like I'm already aware, you know, like I'm already like, bitch, I know that I need to do this. I need to do that. Blah, blah, blah. Like I know the reasoning behind a lot of things and like, I'm not an idiot. So like if sometimes I'm like, I could tell myself the same thing and I do tell myself the same thing. Like I'm like, I, that's why some of the things I'm like, this is not helpful to me because like, the surface things I'm like I already know I think the stuff that I want help with aka like hey like I do this because of this happened to me um and I want to unpack that a little bit more can can you help me and when like that's kind of me met with like a whatever like overlooked it pulls me away more so like uh what was the question <laughs> i forgot already because i was like i'm trying to make sure that i uh did you find it. it beneficial is really what i'm asking did i find it beneficial mm-hmm. um, what did you learn how is it helped therapy you? can be better therapy can be beneficial is the answer but 
I would say not completely. And that's why I decided I'm not doing it probably for a while. Okay. And why do you feel like it wasn't beneficial for you? I think because I never found the right fit for me. So I think maybe like if I found the right therapist where I'm like, I can sit sit here and really open up to that person and like, we can really go into the parts of like, hey, like this dude's told me ever since I was young that like they wouldn't date me because I was black. And like, how did that affect me? Like if I could really sit there and let them know like, yeah, so then this happened. I literally like wanted to be non, not black for X amount of years until finally I was like, wait a minute. I ain't ever not gonna not be black. So I better start liking it um and all this thing so like I think until I find someone that's like going to really listen to me and be like okay like let's let's figure out I don't know like let's ask me the right questions that's like really the biggest thing for me because I'm not one that's just gonna be like um hey girl here's everything we're just gonna sit here and talk and like this is about my deepest stuff like no it's not happening like truly it's not it's never happened before like that's just not me and most of the time I've realized it's because I don't feel comfortable with you like and I think that's kind of hard for certain people to swallow you know but like I'm realizing that that's 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 usually what it is it's just like I just the comfortability is not there not that it can't be there or get there but it's just it's just not there sometimes Um, so yeah, I don't think it was beneficial to me because nobody, nobody, the right therapist. Yeah. I didn't have the right therapist and they weren't asking me the right questions. And even, and again, I'm not saying that I was being like complacent and not like trying. Like it was like, I literally would tell them, Hey, this is what I want to work on. These are something that I definitely know I'm struggling with. And when it's like met with like resistance and ignored, like, you really aren't helping your case. So. Um, I think that's real. Right. I think we are two completely different people. Right. Like I think our approaches, you're like, I need you to help me like dig it out of me. Right. And like, I need you to be the one when I tell you like the topics that I want to talk about, like I need you to like help dig it out of me versus, you know, kind of my approaches I'm going to go in, I'm paying for this. I'm going, and if you start to deviate in any kind of way, like I'm going to rope you back in, you know, like I'm definitely a little bit more like I will take control of the entire situation versus like, no, like who, who's, who's the patient? Like, but also, you know, there's a thin line, you know, because it's like, they do, they are the expert. They do know best, but I, I need them to tell me, we'll get there, but this, this is going to be important and you will see why it's important. Like if you're right, not going exactly. to listen to like what I would like to talk about, we need to, I need to understand why we're going to go down this trip, this path, down this journey, whatever. Um, which was not my, that was not my case. Right. Like I went in and they, she asked me, she's like, so what brings you here? And I told her just like I told you and our listeners, like, this is why I'm here. And she was like, okay. Um, And so, you know, a lot of our beginning sessions was a lot about just giving her context. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, so here's more about me. And, you know, she would ask different questions and like reveal different layers, you know, of different situations. Like, okay, well, why did you do things like that? Or why do you, you know, why do you feel like this took place? Or let me understand a little bit more. And like, she actually was retaining information. Like, you know, there's like 8 billion of us, right? Like, we got a lot of sisters and like, she could be like, so Kayla, blah, 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 is this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's like, you know her. Um, yeah, yes. Yeah. That was like, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I think I got lucky and maybe, I don't know. I went through one therapist and went to another, like, you know, and she ended up being legit and I like her. Um, and so I, I found our sessions really beneficial. Like some of the, some of the sessions, you know, were a little bit more upbeat. And I was like, do I need to 
like, I don't know if I need to be here today, but I want to let her know, like, uh, things aren't completely miserable in my life. Like, this is also what's happening. Or, you know, I'm starting to get more involved in DEI. Like, that's something that I want. And like, this is why I'm happy and why I'm having a great week. And like, even sometimes when some of the weeks that I thought were going to be lighter, she might hit me with something towards the end of the session. And I'm like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's just good because, you know, I'm a hard individual, you know? And so sometimes, sometimes I, I cry all the time. Other times, like, I don't be crying. And so I, I almost feel really good after having like some of those releases, you know, that like I be needing, like things be bottled up and like she be helping and like, I, I, I feel good about it. Um, yeah. But in yeah. general, she has like just talking about it more. I don't know. Again, I don't want to discredit her because I think she's phenomenal, phenomenal. But I think just talking more about like, like what has happened to me, what are the experiences that have, um, that I have gone through, like, and talking about them more, I'm like, oh, wow, I can actually tell that this is this trigger. And like, oh, I Mm -hmm. react like this, because this is this trigger. Like, one of the biggest things that I like, I have personally uncovered is like, I have always felt like, well, two things. One, I've always felt like I have never been affirmed. Like we started talking about like last week, like an imposter syndrome. Like I felt like everything was my fault. I was a terrible person. Like, oh my gosh, like, for whatever reason, everything was my fault. Um, And so I always, you know, just didn't feel like, you know, I was not a capable person, but just like, oh, well, looks like I'm, I'm crap. Like, so I realized that like, what may come off as like narcissism or what may come off as like cocky or whatever to like other people when I speak highly about myself, like, is really just me affirming like, what I had always wanted to hear as a little child is me affirming my child self. Like, no, Erica, you are bomb. No, Erica, you are great. Like when I be saying that and like walking around the world, like I'm amazing. Like that ish, like is because of experiences that I have had, you know, from childhood. Um, and that's why I, how I present it out in the world today. Um, and then the second thing, um, is really about like, um, I stick up for myself and stick up for other individuals a lot um, because um, I always felt attacked. I always felt, you know, blamed. I always felt like, you know, um, I didn't have my voice, you know, didn't matter. Right. That's why I'm very passionate about the diversity space and like sticking up for people who, you know, couldn't stick up for themselves. Like Kayla, I was always sticking up for you. Oh, I remember to this day. I'm always like, like a very ride or die, like with people. Um, I also need mutually beneficial relationships because I felt like I wasn't in a household that was mutually beneficial. Like I'm very protective about like, who is in my life today because I didn't have much control over who was in my life as a child. So like, um, I'm like, Nope, I'm not feeling these vibes. You can go. I'm like, um, you not about to have talk crazy to me. Like now that I can, as an adult speak up for myself, cause you know, it was very frowned upon to speak back, um, as a child, even if you felt like you were wronged. And, um, Lonnie Love actually on the reel said something to me is like, you know, especially for black parents that like when your child is, you know, speaking to you and what we may perceive as like back talk, they're actually using logic. They're actually using reasoning, um, to understand different things. Like, you know, well, why isn't that okay? Or why not? Or I'm trying to understand, like make sense of some things. Like they're actually using logic and you are, you know, ruining that if you're always like, you can't, no, you're not fun to talk back to me. You're not going to whatever, whatever. And like, it's all about the way that you do it. So there's a balance. I understand that, but like, anyway, slightly off topic, but yeah. So I would personally say that, like, I think that, um, therapy was beneficial for me. Um, and I know you said that that was not beneficial for you. And ultimately the reason why you did not continue with therapy. Um, and so I will just say that, like, I stopped going to therapy, um, one, because, um, it's expensive, (laughs) (laughs) like in 2020, luckily, because we were going through a pandemic, like my job specifically waived mental health fees. 
I didn't mm-hmm. pay any kind of copay. I wasn't paying the actual like rate of a session, like all mental health coverage for 2020 was covered. So I was like, Oh my gosh, like that's amazing. Um, and then in 2021, I only did three sessions and each session was like a hundred and what was it? 40 bucks. Yeah. I think 130. I think it was like 130 bucks per session. Mind you, I was going weekly every Thursday I was going. And so now it's like, oh, we don't cover that. It's not like I have to meet my deductible. So you're telling me I have to spend, what is, I don't remember what my deductible is. I have to spend, uh, I think it's 7,000. No, it's, I don't remember what it is. A couple of thousand dollars in order to cover therapy. So um, I'm moving. (laughs) I don't just have this money to just like give you. Um, And so I let her know, like, I was like, um, I I can't continue to pay this, um, especially weekly. I'm like, maybe it would be beneficial for me to continue monthly. um, But that's not going to start until I get a little bit more established in, you know, Houston, because I'm I'm going to be paying for a lot of things for a couple of months. So I probably don't see myself going back to therapy until like June. Um, okay. But I really liked going. Like I looked forward to our sessions. Like if there was ever like a week and there was only like three maybe where I was like, oh, this doesn't work. Like I went to, you know, um, for Thanksgiving, I traveled um, for, for those cu- couple weeks and um just things like that, like that I wouldn't go. I'd be like, oh gosh, so much happened. I can't wait to tell you and we could talk about it. And <laughs> la, 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 la. like, um, I also just kind of missed, talk- I think also because it was very lonely during the p- pandemic, like I missed talking to a neutral person. Um, again, I'm not close to a lot of people, which is also one of the things that like, I, I really appreciate like that Will is here and he knows my experience and knows my history because there's not a lot of people that I'm like really close to and because I have not also experienced what you experienced yeah and even still like I think I'm close to you out of like my entire family um because I also it's a safety thing like my thoughts my feelings were never validated um is one thing that also like has been revealed so I like talking to people who are like-minded because of those kinds of trauma or if not like-minded know when to like just listen And I feel like you do a really good job of like listening. You'll ask questions, right? But you're never in it. You never do it in a way that you're trying to act like you know more than me or like my thoughts are dumb. You're like, you're not, you know, talking down to me when you, when you speak, like I appreciate, you know, talking to people who are just here and you, I feel like they genuinely like you're, you're going to help me versus like, even if you disagree, like, I'm just going to say it because it's for your benefit and I'm going to do it so that you can learn and know better. And I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. So, um, yeah, cause I don't feel like people actually really cared. Um, you know, when I think about my life and trauma, so whew, I feel like that was a lot, but I mean, hopefully we helped, you know, our listeners, um, if they have, you know, inquiries or thoughts or whatever about going into therapy um you know uh, you know is it something that they should do mm -hmm. I feel like you had one more question what was the last what was the three things you already you kind of wrapped into like everything yeah everything it was like why did you what made you start therapy did you feel like it was beneficial and why did you end those were like the three questions that we were going to go through yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I just felt like there's something more that we could have said. Well, I mean, audience, listeners, if you have more questions about our experiences or would like to, you know, just probe our minds a little bit on the topic of therapy, um, definitely let us know. I mean, I will say that specifically for Black people, I know that therapy is very stigmatized. Excuse me. I hope y'all didn't hear that. Um, But like, 
a lot of black individuals, like even our dad was, when I said that I was majoring in psychology, he was like, why? Like <laughs> black people, yeah. like they like what? We don't need therapists. Like why? They don't know nothing about you. Why would you go talk to them? Like yada, yada, yada. Like it's very like stigmatized. People think either like they can't help you. Like who are they to help you? They don't even know you. Or it's like therapies for like crazy people, for insane people who literally have like legit mental illness and I'm like we all mentally ill like we all, we all got issues okay mental things that are preventing us from being our best selves yeah. so um I just yeah that I actually think- brings it up. that's such a good point because yeah 100% like I remember like I, I was so nervous like I didn't want to tell the parents or dad I was like I don't want to tell them that I'm in therapy mm-hmm. like for like a while like I like literally wouldn't tell them mm-hmm. and finally finally I did tell them and also I think they started to like you know dad started to get a little bit like better about it because I think like especially in what is it 2017 I think 2017 when I was like really like fuck everybody and fuck like my like wouldn't leave my room like you know I was like it was a bad time for me that he was just like you know maybe you should talk to someone do you think you should talk to someone because like I think even to this day like you know he's very nervous for me mm-hmm. you know like the fact that I live by myself he was like that made him nervous because he's like well you need to call like if you need something like if you're going through something like you have to call because nobody's gonna know you know mm-hmm. obviously like which I is won't be able to just see you or like knock on your door and just like check on you mm-hmm. which is very sweet you know like it, yeah. it's and you know I think I think father has had his own kind of like revelations of things recently too like just things that have surprised me conversations that we have had that have been like you know more people centric you know so I'm just like oh that's that's good I'm glad whatever you know you went through has impacted you um in this kind of way so not that like you know anyway yeah so yeah call people you call me all the time so I, we talk but yeah I know I think that's just like my thing now but but yeah especially in older generations there was always this like very like stereotype this stigma um yeah. about who goes to therapy and what therapy is actually for so I mean we could probably dig deeper into that um on another episode but I think we've probably been talking for about an hour at this point so I hope that our listeners found this to be a very engaging conversation um again definitely send us you know emails we'd love to hear about your experiences with therapy you don't have to tell us any details you know or you can because I love this ish again not that we are qualified at all like to give any kind of therapy advice um these are just our experiences that we are talking through um and two and so you know if you have you know any questions about our experiences that you would like to you know um get more understanding again we're here you know to help um but again we aren't professionals we're just two girls black girls millennials living our lives and hoping that we can create a community with y'all yes um um so we appreciate you for listening to another episode of sister ish with your girls erica and kayla we'll talk to you all next week bye have a good time bye